Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, I'm Alex Hoban, winner of Series 1 of Channel 4's The Circle, and this is Episode 8 of Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. Each episode, we indulge in some dishonest fun with a panel of celebrities, comedians and experts as we explore the light and the shade of human interaction. Spoiler alert, if you haven't been watching Season 3 of The Circle, then go and watch it right now on all four first before we give the game away. Trust plays a massive part in the circle. Trusting the right people can keep you in the game, but trusting the wrong people can easily lead to the much feared B word, blocked. But why is trust so important in forming bonds? And why do we trust some people more than others? Here to answer these questions and hoping to win over your trust, we have DJ, Radio 1 Extra presenter and model, Snoochie Shy. Welcome, how are you doing today? Hello, Wagwan. I'm all right, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. Good, good. Also with us, we have season two circler, Tim Wilson, who once described himself as a cross between Santa Claus and Mrs. Doubtfire. Welcome, Tim. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing very well. Also, oh, I probably should say, oh, hello, puppets. <laughs> um. <laughs> my favourite film ever in the entire world, by the way. Just saying. I, 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 I can, I can do the whole soundtrack. You, you just switch it on mute and put me, put me in the room. We'll, uh, we'll save, we'll save that one for another time. And lastly, someone who we have complete trust in is our returning psychologist, Alex Kwiatkowski. How are you doing? I'm very well, and I love the fact that you trust me. I could have been lying this whole time. But to be fair, I am amongst seasoned liars. (laughs) So perhaps you figured me out already. (laughs) Okay, so we we kick off every time, guys, the same way. We have a little game. Um, Basically, what I ask you guys to do is to each give me a fact about yourself. It could be true. It could be false. And I have to use my acquired circle knowledge to guess whether it's true or false. And I get to ask you one question to qualify it. So we start with Tim. Hit me with your fact. My fact is that I have a rap history. OK, um, my one question to you is, could you please give us a verse, Tim? Oh, God, no, it's a language I don't know. Um, my... <laughs> it's secret, Alex. No, no, no. I, I, was, I, I, I did some work with a, with a Russian rapper called Aksimiron. Wow. For, for, for his first, L, I think, I, I don't call them LPs now, do you? I don't know what it's called. But I, I, I do think it's wonderful that rap, you see, when you break it down, it's an acronym, which, um, which is uh, uh, about, um, about rhyme and, um, and poetry. 
and uh, and, and I think re- the Russians really do intelligent, interesting rap. There's a lot of swearing too. Um, wow. Well, I mean, that's very impressive, and because of the detail you went into there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sense that that's true. <laughs> Entirely I know. True, yeah. I knew it would be. You've done many things in your life, Tim, and that is one of the one of probably the most impressive. I was actually really hoping that it was false, just given how much detail you were given. I was like, "Whoa!" Really if amazing. you had just spun that up, I would have been very, very impressed. <laughs> um, Snoochie, give me your fact. Um, all right, something about me that could be true, could be false. I shot myself in a park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, if this is true, Start I'm going to Start off how we mean to go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, where do I start with the questions on that? Um, it's the range, really. <laughs> okay. Okay. What time of day was this? Um, it was around three in the afternoon from what I can remember. So daylight, no matter what the season. Daylight, yeah. What was the escape plan? What was the strategy to get out of there without... There was not really any escape plan because when you have to go, you have to go. And if there's no toilet for miles, then you've just, you know, and your mum's not uh, really made the best picnic food, then you can't control your <laughs> bowel movements. Do you know what I mean? So just gets like that, really. I don't think you would throw your mum under the bus like that. So I think that was false. No, it was actually true. When oh, I was no. 10 years, <laughs> Yeah. When I was 10 years old, I was 10, by the way, guys, just letting everyone know I was 10. But um, there was no toilet for miles and I had like an allergic reaction to the food that my mum gave me for the picnic and I had to go. So, yeah, that was 10 years of me. Always useful to carry an extra sock. Exactly. I think, (laughs) you know, I might start doing that now. Tim spitting facts there. (laughs) Um, Alex, this is your one of many times that you've played this game. Have you got any facts left for us? Try to think if I have, if I have anything else that's not uh, that is true or that is false. Um, I was born uh, in Patalangjaya, Malaysia. I don't know anything about Malaysia to qualify this. Um, w- and for uh, the record, <laughs> every time I go to border control with my passport, with my British passport, my American accent, my Polish spelled name, and my birthplace Malaysia. I get pulled mm. to the side. Something's fishy there, yeah. Um, I'm going to say, based on... Uh, the only way I'm going to base this off is all of the rest of your answers have been true from what I can remember. So this must be true too. That is a very, very smart way. That's a really, really good way to gauge whether whether somebody is telling the truth. Unfortunately, I am not a constant no. liar. It, it is. It is. To, no, you were right. Oh, you were right. Oh, it, it is. is oh, thank God. It is. It is. You, you got it. But no, that's like a really good way of, that's, a, that's an excellent way of, of guessing if somebody is telling the truth when you don't know whether what they're saying is the truth. Have they told the truth before? That leads us nicely into the main part of the show when we talk about trust, right? So, Alex, I wanted to start with you today and and to think about how important is trust in forming relationships with people? It's so important. I mean, we we figure out, we gauge trust in so many different ways. Like, we get gut reactions about whether or not we can trust people on the basis of things like whether they're dressed like us, right? Or they talk like us. Or, you know, there's all different kinds of ways these first impressions that we've talked about before in this podcast really allow us to establish whether we can trust somebody. And, you know, obviously there's different degrees of trust. Are you going to trust them to do a business transaction? Are you going to trust them to get you out of a building if it's on fire? Are you going to trust them to not, like, stab you as you pass them in the street? There's a there's a variety of different contexts in which you want to trust somebody. But in general, it's 
essential if you want to build on a relationship in the future that you have trust at the start. Snoochie, with Slide Into My Podcast, your podcast about interacting with people online, you talk a lot about social media and trust, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever trusted anyone that slid into your DMs? And do you have any stories about that? Um, well, I always sound to slide into my podcast that when you are DMing someone anyway on the internet um, and you're saying comments to them or you're wanting to take them out on a date, for instance, you need to not have a private profile and you need to have at least like a display picture as well. Do you know what I mean? Because you can get a lot of like DMs from accounts that are just private. They've got like a black screen. You don't even know what they look like. And they're like, can I take you on a date? And it's like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're coming from. Do you know what I mean? So that's the advice always, I always give. But off of social media, I'm like an energy person. So I just guide myself via energy. If I feel like our chakras are aligning or whatever, then I'm there. Do you know what I mean? But it's also eye contact as well. I feel like you can tell the truth if someone's talking to you and they keep... Sometimes it could be to do with shyness. But when it comes to the serious, like, did you see that girl the other day? Mm. And they're looking down to the floor and stuff. I know you've seen that girl. You cheated. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's eye contact for me as well. But yeah, definitely when it comes to online, have an open profile if you're trying to approach a stranger and want to take them on the date. Also for safety reasons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> for so, sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and Tim, with your eclectic background, how have you found sort of when you first meet people developing that level of trust? How do you approach it? Well, it's it's interesting. Uh, certainly as a... Um, as an academic, uh, as a professor, uh, and working in a number of different countries, um, I've learned to be extremely cautious about what people say. Um, half the time because I don't understand it, um, or I got bored halfway through anyway. Um, so I, I, I put most of my energy into looking at body language and sort of trying to try, try, trying to get a vibe off the person, trying to see if there's some sort of consistency. Um, whether or not I like somebody, I'm generally, I'm generally easily, easily um, swayed. Um, I think there's a lot about projecting kindness, and uh, and I want to project my trust onto people. Um, so I, I, I'm often disappointed. Often people don't quite live up to my expectations. Um, but yes, I think one has to be extremely careful about the words people say, which people construct their own understanding of that. And uh, you, you, you need to look, there's a lot to be said for looking at the whites of people's eyes. Yeah, I thought, I think that when you talk about like the online space and you talk about the world of words, I think that's such, such an important thing to remember. But there's also a lot of really interesting research out there, particularly in the early days of the internet when everything was completely text-based, about different indicators of whether or not somebody was trustworthy. One of them, and this still boggles me, one of them is how many spelling errors they make. Right? If somebody makes more spelling errors, people rate them as less trustworthy. If they type really quickly, they rate them as more trustworthy than less trustworthy. So even in a world in which all we have are words, we're still looking for these indicators of trust so that we know whether this invisible person on the other side of the screen is somebody that we should continue to invest in. For friendship or otherwise, Tim, have you ever? Are you on? You're on all social media apps, right? Oh no! Oh really? No, I, I, I think I, I think I'm vaguely on Twitter. Okay. I'm, I, I'm on Instagram. That's about it, and I've sort of run shy of Facebook. How How have you found that? Um, one of the problems I've got with with the whole of the social media thing is when I access them through my phone, my phone has got this sort of magic thing which changes my spelling, <laughs> and so and, and, and so if I go back to Alex's point. 
what I end up typing is a pile of gobbledygook. Great, great American word, by the way. And um, uh, it's just rubbish because it keeps trying to anticipate what I'm going to say. Of course, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to use a much more interesting word like but or can or whatever. I, I mean, that's a but with one T, by the way. And um, <laughs> 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 but 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 the other thing I'd say about social media is, although I said you, you, you want to have some eye contact. Actually, there's something to be said for just simply closing your eyes and just feeling what's going on, and um, and, and you get a lot from from that sense. Of, can, mm. can, can you can you occupy the same space as somebody else? You can feel the vibes. It doesn't matter how 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 far removed you are. Words are my life and mm. my business. Um, so I sure? think my, my, my personal communication should act on something else. And I think, you know, cats can look longingly into your eyes and you think, I understand everything you're saying. Um, so human beings should be able to do the same sort of thing. And, and, and they don't even need to look into your eyes. My cats seem to spend a lot of time looking at each other's bottoms. Um, <laughs> just, and look, just look into my arse. <laughs> Here's a question for you cat lovers, because I have a dog and you guys have got cats. Can you ever trust your cat? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Did you see how quickly I jumped in there? Oh yes. <laughs> Me too. Hesitated. Uh, <laughs> Having had both creatures. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can. I, I no. don't think I can trust my cats. <laughs> so I, I, I like my cats. I, 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 I would love to. Um, you, you know, I, I spend time with them, but uh, would I rely on them if the house were burning down? No, they rely on me. We we know we we we, we know where the where the um where the chain of command goes. Um, Snoochie, talk yeah. to me about your cat. Yeah, no, obviously I love obviously I love Magnum. Do you know what I mean? That is my babe. He's got a water fountain to drink out of. He's got a cat climber. He's got everything. He's got his own bling bling collar. But in terms of trusting him, no, he thinks that he runs this house and I just live in here rent free. He is the boss <laughs> of this household. And also, if I was to pass out on the floor, God forbid, he'd probably eat my own body. So, no, I don't think I do trust that's what I'm saying. like that. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You guys can trust that that's going to happen. Right? Well, that's you can true, trust actually. that they're in charge. <laughs> you can trust that they'll be like, oh, yeah, you've been gone for seven days. Whatever, where's my food? You can mm. trust that, right? And that's, that's yeah. all you need. That's all you need. Whereas with dogs, they're completely mysterious. They like you. They don't like you. They like you. They don't like cats. You always know that they don't care. They care. All animals care. That's the whole point. You've got this relationship with another being. Except a goldfish. I could have a relationship with a goldfish. They don't remember anything <laughs> after like seven seconds, so that'll be the spam. You get, a, fact, fresh, you get a fresh start every interaction. Yeah, it would be like sort of talking to myself in, in, in so many ways. You know, I, I barely have the memory of a goldfish as it is. So, I, you know, friend. Snoochie, my question to you is, have you ever found somebody that's not trustworthy in your DMs? Um, not even just my DMs on my phone, (laughs) (laughs) on my actual phone. I regret giving the number, but I guess you never, you don't know until you experience it. But I would say someone for me that only just wants to text me, but is weird, doesn't want to speak on the phone or doesn't really want to, is inconsistent when it comes to like meeting up and things like that. I then start to think, okay, cool. You're a little bit untrustworthy here because again, you can really plan what you say when you write texts and stuff. And you can, it's like a, like a, just a false conversation. I don't believe the conversation over text as well. I don't know. It is a weird one, but I just prefer real life meeting up and then speaking on the phone as well. That is it for me. Also my love language back in the day used to be words of affirmation. 
I'm glad to say we've finally moved on from that now and it's actually quality time. So, <laughs> yeah, because I was getting into a lot of bad relationships when it was words of affirmation and meeting untrustworthy <laughs> people. But now we move. So, yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's have a listen to a clip. In this clip, the players are deciding who to appoint as the blocker. The blocker will decide who goes and who stays in the circle. And this is out of Tally and Dorothy, who is an old woman being played by Scott. Obviously, in an ideal world, it would just straight up be Manrika, but I feel like people won't nominate Manrika. I don't know why. People might trust Andy's judgment. I think I'm on Andy's good side. I really hope they pick Andy. For some reason, I just think Andy's got my back. Mad situation to be in. So, Vithin, who would you like to appoint the blocker? I think I'll have to go with Andy because he's the most popular in the game. So, it will be the least kind of controversial thing I can do. Um, circle message, Andy. Andy, yes! Yes, Andy. I mean, I appreciate the love, Vithan. You obviously trust me. So clearly there, Tally thinks that Andy's got her back, but what actually happens is Andy ends up blocking Tally. Alex, how could Tally have got this so wrong? Well, it's pretty easy. You build up a picture, don't you? You know, and we were talking earlier about like 
trusting cats. <laughs> you know, like we we know we know how they're going to respond, right? And if I had a cat that just turned around and did something completely different than what was I expected to be cat-like, then that would completely take me by surprise because in my consciousness, there's no way I can imagine that that would happen. Um, Snoochie, have you ever misplaced your trust in someone like they like they have on the clip there? I dated a guy and it was quite like a tight-knit friendship uh, group and I was like best mates with his best mates as well. And he told us that he was half Portuguese and he could speak Portuguese and stuff. So normally when we was in the house and stuff, if he was angry, he would speak Portuguese. Um, obviously, we didn't understand it because we don't speak Portuguese. Anyway, I was with him for a year and uh, <laughs> we, was outside, we was outside a club one day and he was just speaking Portuguese, going off again. And then a couple came up to us, me and the friendship group as well, and asked him what language he was speaking. And he said Portuguese. And then they said, no, we're Portuguese. We don't know what you're saying. So it actually turned out that for the entire year, he, he was lying about him being half Portuguese and whatever language he was speaking was not Portuguese. So I don't know who was actually the, mo- the bigger idiot. I don't know if it was us. <laughs> we actually believed he was actually speaking Portuguese. Oh, yeah. my God. So now I'm going to do Google Translate anytime someone tells me that they yeah. can speak a language just so I'm making sure. That's you know incredible. I mean? it's, the, yeah. it's the ranting that cracks me up, the fact that he's just going off his yeah. angry streak and yeah. just speaking <laughs> gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Oh. And he had changed his last name as well to a Portuguese name as well. That's levels. How exotic. Obrigado. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to ask you, Tim, who did you trust the most in the circle and why? Well, I, tr- I trusted Sai, absolutely. Um, Woody. And um, that was probably about it. Um, I, I, I was terribly um, I, I was terribly trusting of Sai. And, and I don't think many of the conversations I had with Sai made it to the programme because they were a little niche. We were both brought up in the country, so we could both talk about... Uh, Massey Ferguson tractors, oh, wow. combine harvesters, and cow poo. <laughs> uh, then, um, th- then I trusted James. Not not what he said. I, I knew he was fake, um, but I trusted that, that, that there was an emotional rapport there that was incredibly deep. What, and, what's your um, thoughts on this season? Do you think uh, there's going to be a catfish winner or a normal one? I'm quite convinced um, that uh, we need we need um, we, we need a game to be won by uh, you, you. You won as a boy pretending to be a girl. I think we need a game to be won by a girl pretending to be a boy. And I think I strongly suspect it's going to be someone like um, Natalia Dash Felix. That's my that's my prediction. There we are. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Yeah, I think that would be really interesting. I mean, because then it does just it, it gives us more data about what we think people of the of of different genders are like, doesn't it? And how well some people can read that and then reinterpret that and put it out there in a way that other people believe. It's really interesting. That'd be great. And and you, Snoochie, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I'll go with that as well. Let's flip the tables. Do you know what I mean? Shake the room a bit. So Natalia Felix for the win. We are here for that. You heard it here first, guys. That's the prediction. <laughs> My prediction, I think Vithan. I'm still Team Vithan from the beginning. I like Vithan too. Vithan's cool. He's cute. Right, guys, that's almost all we've got time for. So that just leaves me to thank my brilliant guests, Snoochy Shy, Tim and Alex. And thank you so much for joining me today on Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. 
New episodes will be dropping on you like circle alerts, so make sure you keep updated by following and also let us know if you're enjoying it by leaving us a review. We'd really, really appreciate that. Of course, the rest of the Circle Series 3 is going out on Channel 4 all this week. And the next time I see you, we'll be exploring the crazy, crazy world of influencers. Thanks so much, guys. See you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.